and thank you for listening to Cruising the Waves podcast, a podcast dedicated to bringing you cruise information right from the source, right from the people who work in the industry. Each week, I'll be bringing you a new podcast with a representative from the cruise lines, river and ocean cruise lines, and also expedition cruises too. This way, you get information straight from the source, factual information, not rumors or people guessing, but real information from those who work in the industry. I meet each week with my BDM, who is my business development manager from each cruise line. They have the inside scoop on all the news from the high seas. I have also met with some tourist boards from the ports that you will visit. This way you can learn about what destination you want to visit as well. Remember to check out Plenty of Sunshine Travel on the web for all the blog posts that are written for each and every podcast. You will also find on this page all the group cruises that we have planned. We've locked in some amazing rates and some great perks, so check those out too. Also check out Plenty of Sunshine Travel on YouTube and to see pictures and videos of everything discussed here today. Want to get in on the conversation? Visit us on Instagram and Facebook. Here you will be updated on who will be the focus of our upcoming discussions. Feel free to post any questions you might have and I'll be sure to include them in the episode for you. For help in booking your own cruise experience that was discussed on this week's topic or any other vacation you could dream of, you can contact me at KathleenPonyaSunshineTravel.com. Welcome to this week's Cruising the Waves podcast, episode number 34. Today I was scheduled to meet with Cindy from Princess Cruises, but unfortunately Cindy had to cancel. She had something that came up that she just couldn't get away from, so I felt instead of leaving a week without the podcast, I thought that I would share with you 36 exciting adventures you cannot get on an ocean cruise that you can get on a river cruise. So we're going to be going over some of the ports of call that you can get on a river cruise and some of the exciting things to do at each port. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please remember to subscribe to our channel and remember to hit that share button. Over to the podcast! So 36 amazing adventures you cannot get on an ocean cruise, but you can get on a river cruise. So let's get started. So just uh, somebody had mentioned to me this little quote. I thought it was fabulous in, in the way of thinking about river cruises. So ocean cruises bring you to the countries River cruises bring you through the countries. You are dropped off right at the port. You're steps from the cities. It's just, you're so close to all of the adventure and everything. And you get to have a much deeper experience than you can get anywhere else. You get a really, really immersive experience. And river cruising really, really brings you the culture um, more than, than any ocean cruise can do. And there are lots of different rivers that you can explore. In Europe, there's some main rivers that you can explore, you know, the Danube, the Seine, um, the, the Mose, all kinds of rivers. There's also Asia, Ukraine, Russia, Egypt, and even Mississippi River. So if you're viewing this from the United States, you don't have to go very far to explore a river cruise as well. And in Canada, we're, uh, we're going to be getting our own river cruise from Viking Cruises, and they're actually going to be doing it on the Great Lakes. And that's really exciting to have something like that right in our own backyard. And I'm really excited to take part in that too. On the river cruise lines, you have your choice of a lot of shore excursions that you can do. Majority of them are complimentary and you can do active and non-active. So uh, for example, on some of the river cruise lines like Avalon, they have um, kayaking, 
hiking through the Black Forest. They have uh, climbing up the mountains to visit the monasteries. They have a lot of active excursions. And then you can have your traditional non-active excursions like the, the tours of the cities, uh, visiting some wineries, all kinds of other things as well. So there's a lot of choices for those. Um, they're really a lot more in-depth. And there's some that you will need to pay a small charge for, a um, little bit more of an upcharge if you want to take part in a cooking class. Sometimes that's a little bit extra, um, but the large majority of them are complimentary. On Amma Waterways, you can visit Schönbrunn Palace, and that one is typically an upcharge, but when you book with me through Plenty of Sunshine Travel, that's complimentary to you. That's my perk to you for booking with me. So you'll be able to tour that castle without having to pay any upcharge. And that perk is only available by booking through us. The first thing that I love about River Cruises is the Christmas market in Cologne, Germany. Uh, the Christmas markets run from November to the end of December. They do book up very, very fast. This is something if you really want to explore the Christmas markets, you really need to, to get in at least a year or two early. As soon as they open up, we need to get you booked in because those just book incredibly fast because they're very, very popular. My favorite market on there is the altar market in front of the Cologne's Town Hall and the Cologne's Cathedral. It's, it really fills your, your, all your senses. So the music fills the air, the smell and the aroma of the mulled wine, hot chestnuts and gingerbread is encompassing. As soon as you walk in, you get all of those great senses. You can see the old fashioned art of glass blowing and you see pewter being poured into made into bowls and different things that you can purchase. Then you're able to purchase the handmade items that you just watch being made, which is really, really exciting to see that, especially um, seeing the glass blowing. That's an old art that you don't see very often. And then you can purchase that item right away. All of the items that are for sale at the Christmas markets are handmade and they're from local artisans. Nothing is mass produced. So you're really supporting the local people. And there's two themed alleys that have kind of done an offshoot to that Christmas market. Um, pardon my pronunciation, I'm not too good at this, but uh, the first one is the Flutterkas and it's the feeding alley where you can buy national and international food specialties and the Glittergas, which is glitter alley where all the fashion accessories are for sale. So you can buy some clothing items, you can buy some food to, to enjoy and to sample on. And that one is just one of my favorite uh, Christmas markets. So you really need to check that one out in Cologne. The next one is Passau, Germany. And this is a really small, cute town and it's a compact medieval city. It has two castles that you can explore. And it also has a mountaintop monastery as well. And you can tour that. You can take a stroll along the old town's narrow cobbled laneways. Many of the buildings are dated back from the 15th to the 18th century. There's a lot of history there and there's a lot of neat stuff you can explore. You can even purchase Lederhosen to take back home, which is kind of fun. Or you can go and explore the art galleries. Taking an organ concert at the over-the-top ornate St. Stephen's Cathedral. And that's available on Monday to Saturday from May to October. Even if you're not a huge fan of pipe organs, just pop in for a couple minutes and just listen to them because it's just amazing. And it is one of Europe's largest pipe organs that they have. And the sound is so all-encompassing into the, into the cathedral. It's just incredible to listen to. And it's something you have to experience at least once. Sample the local gingerbread at Cafe Simon on its flower-filled patio. They've been in business since 1903 and they make their treats the old-fashioned way with honey. Another really sweet spot to visit is Cafe Grendel. 
it's a cheerful tea room and it serves two die for cakes. They are phenomenally tasty and really good. And um, if you go after 5 p.m., you can get some of the pastries for half price. And that's one of the other things about River Cruises is they stay later at night. Um, they don't leave sometimes till 10, 11 o'clock at night because they don't have as far to go between the ports. So they're able to let you experience some of the nightlife and some of the um, things that are only available after dark or after 5 p.m. Sometimes on river cruises, on ocean cruises, pardon me, you need to get back for 4 p.m. because it's such a long distance between that and the next port. But with river cruises, because it's so short, you're just honestly just going down the river a little bit, you're able to experience so much more and to get such a uh, more in-depth experience and experience the nightlife too, which is really awesome. At Kinderdijk in the Netherlands, you can see how the Dutch have been controlling the waters for over a thousand years. These windmills that you can tour were built in 1740. They're still standing. Families still live in there and you're able to tour it and to check it out and to see it. Um, they're part of a water management system to prevent the flooding. In 1997, they became a UNESCO World Heritage Site. And you'll learn how the Dutch have been using water to their benefit for over a thousand years. And it's really fascinating to tour that and just to see how it is and, and see what they do. The next is Moscow, Russia. And here you can explore Moscow's many buildings, parks, and monuments. My favorite tour in Moscow is the Chukov Valley. And this is the world's foremost museum of fine art. The gallery's history started in 1856 when a merchant acquired works by Russian artists. And to this day, um, they have so many. It's just phenomenal how many things they have. They have over 130,000 pieces of work to view, um, pieces of different, all different artworks, sculptures, paintings, all kinds of stuff. And it grew so much that he started his, his own gallery. He ended up collecting so many things that he wanted to share it with the world. And so he started his own gallery. And this city has lots of different museums to see, including the Jewish, Jew, Jewish monument, the Cosmot Museum, and Russia's greatest monastery is there as well. There's so much to see and do in Moscow, in Moscow, Russia. It's something that you just need to check out. Vienna, Austria. My heart is so close to Vienna, Austria, because my father came over from Austria when he was 10 years old. So to me, this is one of my favorite ports that there is. And I, I just enjoy being there. It is Europe's most elegant and romantic cultural capitals. So this is where you're going to visit the Schönbrunn Palace. This is the one that was complimentary to you when you book with Emma Waterways and myself. Um, I allow you to tour that completely free of charge to you so you can go and enjoy that. And this used to be the main summer residence of the Habsburg rulers. The name Schönbrunn means beautiful spring. And it has 1,441 rooms. The history of this palace and its gardens span over 300 years. The gardens are amazing to see. They're kept up beautifully. You really need to check it out. Visit the State Opera House. It was originally built in 1869. It was damaged during World War II and it had extensive re renovations and it reopened in the mid 1950s. You can visit the Opera House for a concert, a dinner, or even a Christmas show. It sells out really fast, so we need to book you as soon as we know your dates, that way we can make sure that you get in. And a trip to Vienna would not be complete without sampling the coffee and their sausages. You need to visit one of the city's Wurzel stand, which is also known as a sausage kiosk. And here you'll find sausages chopped up or put in a bread roll. There's lots of options. Uh, three of them are cheese filled, spicy or smoked sausages. 
So you'll have to check that one out when we tour Vienna. Milk Austria. And here you can visit the Washoe Valley Winery. This is a winery that you'll want to explore and have a wine tasting tour. The, the Washa wine region only makes up 3% of Austrian wine, but it has a reputation for the finest white wine in all of Central Europe. This is also a UNESCO heritage site. You can visit the Benedict Abbey, one of the most fascinating monasteries in Austria. Milk has the best cycling path in all of Europe. It connects riverside towns and scenic natural areas as well. You can go all along the riverside and just explore that. You can even bike to a 900-year-old castle along the way. And then you'll be able to stop, rest, have a little picnic lunch, and enjoy that uh, castle. It's just a beautiful area to tour. Budapest, Hungary. Budapest is well known for its pastries, and they are delicious. The one location that is well known is a 200-year-old Rosrum confectionery where you can enjoy amazing, delicious cakes. I looked up some of the names for that and they are incredibly difficult to pronounce. So you're just gonna have to look that up on your own, but they are really a delicacy. You're really, really gonna enjoy it. And you might not be able to stop at just one or two to sample. You're gonna end up making this a must-see stop each time that you're in Budapest. The Great Market Hall is the perfect place for the local produce and to purchase handmade items as well. It's not as good as the Christmas markets, but if you're not going on the, during the Christmas season, this is certainly a great place to visit. And this chain bridge that's in the picture that I have there, the chain bridge opened in 1849. It's a suspension bridge that connects Buda, which is the west, and Pest, which is the east side of the city, and together they make Budapest. It was designed by an English engineer, and this bridge is a symbol of national pride and advancement, especially when you think that it was built and opened in 1849. It's phenomenal that it's still standing and it's such a beautiful, beautiful bridge. And if you can, you can walk along the bridge, there's a great walkway there and it's a perfect spot to take some pictures as well. The next one is Paris, France. Learn all about the paintings of Manot, Renoir and others to see how they became a symbol of French life. You can follow the iconic artists footsteps in Paris as well. Check out the Literary Haven. It's a bookstore and it's called Shakespeare and Company. And it's been around since 1919. And it's a really famous bookstore and you'll have to check that out. Of course, you can see the Eiffel Tower. And if you want to turn, tour the Louvre as well. We have to book your ticket far in advance to see the Eiffel Tower. And by doing that, we will save you two to three hours of waiting in line just by planning ahead and booking your tickets for you. The other thing that's a really good delicious treat to have in Paris is the crepes. There are so many small stands that sell crepes and you can find them all over Paris. It's a perfect pick-me-up that'll give you energy to keep going to the next thing to see in Paris. There is such an incredible amount to see and do and we really need to check it out. So that's pretty much it. Those are 34 exciting things that you can do on a river cruise that you cannot do on an ocean cruise. River cruising to me is such a phenomenal way to travel. It is so great to just go right in and, and to be dropped off right in the heart of the city and to see those towns and to see some of those things that started and, you know, were built in the 1800s and are still standing today is just amazing. Um, if you would like to get a hold of me in any way, I'm the owner of Planet of Sunshine Travel. You can get a hold of me in regards to this or if any of our past episodes that I have uploaded to YouTube as well. There's 35 of them there. Um, feel free to check out all those. And so if you're interested in planning your own river cruise or any of the other ones, I can be reached at plentyofsunshinetravel.com. 
You can also email me at Kathleen at plenty of sunshine travel.com. You can text me, you can call me. Everything is right there on the screen. And if you're on my website, I also have a live chat. So you can do that as well. Next week, I'm going to be meeting with Azamara. And Azamara is an ocean liner. And they have exciting adventures. They are such a small ship. I've met with Cindy from Azamara before. She's since retired. So we're going to be meeting with Margarita. And it was really nice to meet her. It was great to, to connect with her and to get to know her. And she gave a wonderful presentation. So we're going to be going over some of their itineraries and also a special promotion that is just coming out now. So you're going to be one of the first ones to hear about that. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. And I want you to have a great week. Bye.